Welcome back, listeners, to another segment of Gopi Wyoming. This is our energy and agriculture segment. Um, this is brought to you by Land Resources USA out here in Sheridan. Um, Zach, we've got some, you know, topics we've talked about before. Um, you know, I, I was talking to somebody. Um, they're a fan of our show and they listen to our segments, um, and they really do appreciate us covering kind of energy and ag in, in, in trying to be in it just informative as best we can, right? Because not a lot of people know the industry or agriculture or what's going on in the state. So um, let's jump right into this. Um, I'll talk about this wind farms act and then we'll kind of maybe popcorn back and forth here. Sure. Um, so outside the University of Wyoming, there's what's called the Cedar Springs wind farm that's going in. Um, this is being conducted by Next Era um, energy company, whatever. Um, they're, they're a big utility company. Um, I, I want to talk about this farm first. So what it is, is a, it's a cooperation between next era, obviously, cause they're going to put in the turbines and all that stuff, connect the utilities. Um, it's nine H ranch, nine uh, H ranch is outside Laramie and then the university of Wyoming. So you've got a, a three, you know, a triangle partnership here. Um, I just want to throw numbers out to people because we've talked about this before. So this whole project is going to cost really the university and next era, uh, from what I'm gathering, 9-H Ranch is just lucking out. They're getting a wind farm and then they get power. So, which to me, I'm like, yeah, I'd do that deal. Um, it's going to cost the university next era $600 million. Um, and I couldn't see in the article, Zach, I don't know if you've got to pull it up. They say it's going to make 400 megawatts of power. And I was like, is that in a year? You know, is that like, is that their estimate for a year? Um, I, I'm going to guess so. Cause I don't, I don't think a wind farm can generate that in a month. Um, I'm guessing it's a year. It has to be. Um, the reason I bring this up is because two things out of the article is the University of Wyoming's Energy Resource Program, which is this is where it's coming from, is the energy department. Is it pretty much they pretty much were like, we're doing this so we can study wind power. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? Like, can we be more specific? Like, what are what like wind like what are we studying about wind power? You know. Um, so that was my number one gripe with the article, and I, and 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 really, it's more on the reporting of like asking a better question to the right. whoever they're talking to from the department at the university is like, what well, what are we studying? Like, I, like so, I'm like, hold on, we're spending six hundred million to quote unquote study. So I'm like, I'm a little nervous. Also, we've talked about the Manhattan Institute study a couple episodes back about investing in you know a natural gas well versus any sort of renewable wind or solar i did the math i had to do this math all over again zach if we gave somebody 600 million dollars to invest in natural gas production that would give us 180 trillion megawatts of energy <laughs> so that's why I'm like the 400 megawatts has to be a year, right? I'm giving them right. the benefit of the doubt. That has to be a year. Um, so 
really i'm just calling on the university like hey can you clarify like what are we studying like if it's something like brand new like crazy utility transfer whatever like okay then i'm like you you can sell me on it yeah if not good job by 9h ranch for negotiating that and getting free power first off nice job on that um but this we've talked about this before about renewables like i'm all for like right i just said nine h like good for you for getting free power man you know like way to work that deal out but when we go apples to apples with natural gas or coal or oil it doesn't compare like you just cannot i just 180 trillion megawatts to 400 megawatts like right and that's and that's like an asterisk right because wind power is dependent on wind so it's like i don't know you know now wyoming's super windy but um yeah no i think you're totally right 600 million dollars to to set this up and we talked about this last week 9h really doesn't have any stake in the game it's just like yeah sure here (laughs) you know uh, and then they get the free power. It's <laughs> other than okay. other than the land, but you know, wind farms aren't that bad agriculture agriculturally because they're just towers. Now, well, right. there is safety hazard when ice falls off them and stuff could hit livestock. Yeah. But I imagine they've got that safety net. You know, like if you kill one sure. of my heifers, you know, you're paying for it. Which is like, again, it's like, yeah. man, this guy's winning. Like that's what a sick right. deal for this guy. Um, yeah. I don't know. At the same time, if you're driving from Casper, taking the back way through Medicine Bow and down into Laramie, what do you see the whole way? It's just wind turbine after wind turbine. If you want to study wind, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> why, why does it, you know, make a deal with somewhere where it already exists, you know? I, I just, I, yeah. And like I said, like, who knows? Maybe the, the Department of Energy from the university will tell us what they're studying right and that's yeah. some new thing and I'll, and I'll be cool with that like yeah all right right but like it's straight up they're just like we're just to study it and i'm like okay well like you just said like medicine bow has hundreds of wind turbines right. <laughs> yeah. yeah we've been uh, studying wind for a while now <laughs> yeah um anyway so it's cool i, I mean uh, like i said i think it's a cool you know th- this is the university of wyoming being innovative they're they're in all fields they're in wind solar natural gas so i like that um next thing um we'll we'll see the blm still needs to prove this and depending what's going on nationally who knows what will happen with this um we've talked about this before there there's an initiative there that we're trying to do some big natural gas you know pipeline corridors, right, to, to supply other states, to supply Wyoming with natural gas and CO2, um, some, some carbon capture, right? Um, it, this was last week, probably Friday, the BLM sent that article, you know, the, um, they made the announcement that they were going to consider it. I would imagine this is on hold. Um, this would be good for Wyoming. You know, it it would create some jobs, you know, it'd be good for our natural gas industry. Um, But I, I, this will, this, we'll have to wait and see though. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, It it sounds cool though. I mean, it sounds promising. Um, 
and would definitely benefit Wyoming uh, big time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, CO2 pipeline. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll have to keep an eye on this to just see the further developments of it um, and see where it goes. I can only imagine the uh, uh, stories that we're going to see come out yeah. once uh, it's underway. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, it, especially because it's on BLM. You know, most of it would be on BLM land or what? Well, it might not be all on BLM land, but the BLM will be involved anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to jump to this one because we were just talking about the University of Wyoming. Um, the Department of Energy celebrates, um, you know, the University of Wyoming's energy department, um, especially in regards to coal innovation, you know, the carbon capture, you know, technology to use coal. Um, we were just talking about it, right? The, the, I do applaud the university. They look into anything energy, you know, they're not just focused on one thing. Um, so there's that yeah no that is cool to see uh I, I think that talked about a bunch of different kind of projects and partnerships that are being looked at right yep um so and it's it's centered around fossil energy so yeah i think that's great let's not throw everything out the window um let's yep. keep looking and innovating uh let that free market drive investment and ideas absolutely and in, in talking, you know, free market, um, Orion Mine, I thought this was just a cool story. I think they are, they're fully invested into what they purchased um, from Occidental. Um, so Orion Mine, they sent some representatives and it sounds like top executives went down to Sweetwater County, um, which is where most of the, the Trona uh, minerals deposits are. Um, so that was a cool story to hear that they are serious. They, they want to know what the people of Sweetwater County want to see. Um, you know, what are, there were, you know, land concerns, you know, what, you know, things like that. So, um, I think that was just a cool little feel good story about, you know, they're serious. They, they want to, um, in good faith, try and develop what they just purchased from, uh, Occidental. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that's awesome to see. Um, you know, we've been looking at, you know, how viable is it? Um, how much can it actually produce? Um, and so it's cool to see that this company's really interested. I mean, they should be. They just bought 5 million acres <laughs> uh, for a very big price tag. So I, I would hope to see that they are invested in this and taking it seriously. But um, it's good news. It's good yep. news for sure. Yeah. Um... Uh, ag, uh, well, let's do this one. Um, so there are two bills right now. We'll see, you know, everything's hinging on a lot of stuff right now. Um, I'm kind of curious. I'm not, I don't know where I stand on this. Um, so essentially there are two bills in the U S Senate, um, that they are trying to address the orphan well issue, quote unquote. Um, obviously this would be on BLM lands. So this would be on federal lands. Um, you know, the article wasn't very clear on how the bills wanted, uh, the, the figures they were coming up with. So just for background right now, you know, an orphan well, if if I were to lease federal property and drill a well, my bond, right. We've talked about this and we talked with, um, Pete Overmuller. Yeah. Um, so the bond right now sits at $10,000 for one well. Um, 
I, I do think that's probably a little low. You know, I, I think that probably does need to be increased and that's what one of the bills addresses. However, the range went from 75,000 all the way to 200,000. So I'm like, well, hold on. I'm like what? <laughs> I need to narrow that down, I think. And, yeah. um, and, and it's quite a big jump. 10,000 to 75,000 is a big jump. And then yeah. 200,000 is a big jump. So um, that's why I'm not too sure where I stand on this. Um, obviously, this bill would get you know, cut up and in, 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 um, uh, debated about. But um, Zach, what's your initial thought? You know, I because it is BLM land, so I can see where um, that's important, right? Because state the state of Wyoming take cares of take cares of, um, of the fee, and then the state um, they really don't have a whole lot of sand BLM orphan wells. Yeah. I, uh, I think to echo what you said, really narrowing down that price, uh, that's a broad range. Um, I'd like to hear what, you know, our senators have to say that this report does say that they haven't had a chance to look at it yet. Mm -hmm. um, and so definitely want to look, keep an eye out to hear what they have to say. Um, I think it's interesting. It's being introduced by a, a senator from Colorado. Um, and, uh, you know, last night watching the, the election news, Colorado went very blue. Um, so it just was kind of surprising to me to, to see, mm -hmm. uh, see this. But, um, yeah, you know, and as we've talked about, there's, uh, you know, it's good. They're trying to get jobs, get the oil workers back and get them some sort of work. Um, and so we've talked with, like you said, with Pete about orphan wells. And um, I think... Uh, really letting the state and individual companies have a lot of that control is what we want to see, obviously. Um, but yeah. Um. Well, and one thing this, this article and, and, and that no, you know, and, and we should probably go look and try and see if we can figure this out, which I don't know if you can, the BLM is a tough agency to get information from. I'm curious how many, how many federal orphan wells are there? Are there like, is there a lot? Like what, you know? Um, it does say, um, where was this? As of, I mean, this was a year ago, the number they had was 2,324 wells. Um, hmm. And then of those only 520, 530 have been uh, remediated or um, removed from the list. So, um, just under 2,000, it looks, it looks like. Hmm. See, because remember, Wyoming has roughly about 2,000, and we're about yeah. to, we're, we'll probably plug about a 1,000 of them, um, which this, this senator is probably saying, like, hey, that 10,000 is not enough money to go do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, It'll be interesting. That's interesting because that, to me, that's not that many. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and and maybe national. I'm, yeah. And maybe I'm, I'm, maybe they're talking about Colorado alone in that I'm not I'm sure. Not exactly sure. Um, well, anyways, it, it's something that we'll keep an eye on, um, you know, especially from a federal level that would affect a lot of activity in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, Last thing, Zach, um, the PAW, uh, Petroleum Association of Wyoming, they released a report um, pretty much kind of like regardless of what happens nationally, oil, natural gas, coal, 
and Trona. So even we talked about Orion Mine, even even Trona, who they've they've got some investment, they need to start moving. Wyoming, especially, we're not going to see any recovery in a lot of those industries until 2022. So it's looking pretty grim for 2021. Obviously, it'll it'll steadily recover, but full recovery is not expected till 2022. Um, the, the report was great. Um, again, friend of the show, Pete, you know, does address like, yeah, I mean, in regards to the budget, right? You've got two years where we don't really have anything to lean on. So um, there's going to have to be some diversification. You know, you and I have kind of talked about we might, some conservatives are going to have to kind of bite the bullet and say, hey, we got to get funding somewhere, i.e. taxes of some sort, unless, unless, unless the ultra conservatives can cut 400 million plus out of the budget, which I just don't see happening. Um, so uh, just an interesting report, you know. Uh, um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's like we've been saying, I think this is a little bit grimmer than we were hoping for, just how long it's gonna take to get some sort of um, resurgence or some sort of, I, I don't even know if we can call it normalcy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, like you said, we talked about a couple weeks ago, I would absolutely loathe the idea of an income tax, but some, some sort of tax might, might have to be discussed. (laughs) Let's discuss it at least. (laughs) Yeah. I I think we're just going to have to, um, yeah. One last thing on this too is, is, uh, so I, we brought up the numbers again in regards to that wind farm. And we're talking about taxes and our budget cut and this report from PAW about, hey, it's going to be a while for these industries to recover. And a lot of people are going to say, hey, well, diversify, get into renewables. There's no company out there. So Next Era Energy, I looked them up. They have over billions of dollars in federal subsidies. Okay. And then, so they're getting in a partnership here with 600 million and they're not, we're not even scratching the surface of what a natural gas field would make. Okay. Um, I don't think people realize, like I said, we've said this before, I'm all for renewable. Okay. If you, if you can give me energy, you can give me energy. The problem I have is people are not admitting the fact that all these federal subsidies come from something, from some GDP, from some taxes. You have to admit then it comes from fossil fuels. If you're going to end fossil fuels, well, then we got to get these subsidies for these renewable companies from somewhere. Okay. And, and I guess we're getting a little broad here, but anyways, the, our state legislature is going to have their work cut out for them. Cause it's there, there's there. I know there's going to be a push. People are going to, they're going to jump on the renewable train and say, Oh, well, we should just do this, do this. Well, that's all fine and dandy when you're getting those federal subsidies, what happens when those federal subsidies run out? And then now the consumer is stuck with, you know, whoever it is, next era, and not to say like next era is evil or anything, but, um, you know, they're a business, you know, if I can bank on a hundred million dollars a year from the federal government, then yeah, that sounds good. But once that ends, someone's going to pay for it yeah. and it's going to be the consumer. So that, right. we're, I'm just trying to paint the clearest picture <laughs> energy wise for people out there. Um, so anyway, so, 
Yeah. Anything else on the energy side there, Zach? I don't. Nope. Um, you know, there's there's some cool things. There's some interesting things, uh, but it's still all that. There's that underlying, uh, you know, fact that it's not going to be what it was. So yep. We've got to keep that in mind. Yep. Yeah, and I and and, and I'm perfectly okay with saying that, and you know, and that's and that's okay. It's just as long as we know the facts. Um, yeah. Well, that is it. Uh, that was your energy and agriculture for this uh, this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Go Be Wyoming. That was your energy and agriculture update for the state of Wyoming. If you enjoy the show, please like, share, and subscribe. Um, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening.